Hi, welcome to the Two Comma Coffee Club. I'm Valerie, and I'm here with my wonderful uh, cohorts, Lene and Michelle. So, hi. Hey, hi, glad you're here. Um, and our topic today is digging into the difference between visualizing to attract your desire or really getting into feeling to manifest your desire. And I brought the topic to, the, to our group uh, because I notice a lot in the Neville Law of Attraction or LOA as, as we call it, um, groups, because in Law of Attraction is really very different from what Neville essentially taught, which was Law of Assumption and assuming a state. But a lot of times in the law of attraction groups, because that's, let's face it, that's what it became known by. Um, and the, that title kind of sticks. So we use that in a very general kind of way, but, but we're really talking about the law of assumption for the most part. And, and what people I'm noticing in their comments tend to mention a lot is visualizing when I'm visualizing my desire or visualizing this relationship or visualizing my dream job or whatever it is, they're hooked on this visualizing. But visualizing as uh, 2020 teaches really is like looking at your whole self on a screen in a movie, but it's not what you're feeling, you're watching yourself. So it's as if this whole thing is happening outside of you. And this thing you're trying to attract is outside of you. But actually the, what you want is to not be the one you're watching, but that it's you, you are the actor. It's all spinning out from you. It's like, think of the spider spinning her web. It's, it's, in you and it's coming out from you so that you the what you want will, that you're giving in a sense giving life to is going to manifest or in a sense materialize it's not in the in the sense of creating because everything has been created so it's to get people to understand there's a difference between simply visualizing. And I just want to say too, that one of the reasons that idea has stuck around is because back in the maybe like, oh gosh, I don't know. I want when I say back in the day, I'm thinking back to either the late seventies or the 1980s when new age ideas were really starting to gather a lot of steam. And there was a woman who wrote uh, named Shakti Gawain. And Shakti Gawain wrote a book called Creative Visualization, and that book became huge. So that idea of, you know, if you want to be a great, um, great at a sport that you're playing, visualize yourself, um, you know, hitting the golf ball and making a hole in one, visualize knocking down all the pins in the bowling, visualize yourself being great at your baseball game or whatever it is, or running or whatever. So the, so the, and it took and it just became huge or creating great art or whatever it is. But the whole concept was based on visualizing. 
from there, things started happening like guided meditations and guided meditations are all about visualizing, you know, seeing the waterfall, being in a rainforest, you know, you're on your cloud or whatever. So it's, it's always these kind of very uh, Hollywood or dream fairy tale kind of things. But yet there, if that were the case, then everybody who was visualizing would be doing fantastic and would have everything they wanted instead of yeah. developing that. So that's that's really what I'm seeing. And I'd love to hear, you know, what, what, what you want to add to this conversation. I equate what you explained as daydreaming versus yeah. consciously manifesting because or fantasizing or yeah, fantasizing. Another way, yeah. Because I mean if we say fantasizing, I always think something sexual. But anyways, if I'm thinking of someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fantasizing, that's, well, that. that's where that's coming that out. Yeah. You can do that too. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying like, if I'm, if I'm fantasizing and daydreaming about that, that doesn't mean I'll end up in bed with them, you know, unless yeah. it's intentional. Like when I focus and feel this, this will come about there's a difference there yeah that's right there's a difference between the law of attraction and the law of assumption like what i was saying the law of attraction um implies that whatever it is is outside of you and you're attracting it in and and for me that's kind of along the same lines of visualizing Whereas when you've got the law of assumption, it's already within you. So whatever it is, is you pushed out, you're creating it. Um, I've got a little quote about what Valerie says, actually, about the motion picture. It says, um, the difference between feeling yourself in action here and now and visualizing yourself in action as though you were on a motion picture screen is the difference between success and failure. Mm -hmm. And so it's um, very, it's very much, you have to assume that it's already done. The law of assumption is that it, if you've assumed it, then there's no way on earth that it won't materialize because you've already assumed it within yourself. You are the world rather than the world is outside of you. Um, and right. as soon as people get that, then they'll be able to manifest because it's not something you can go get from somewhere. <laughs> right. It seems as if it's something you're trying to vibrationally align with. So there's always this thing of, oh, I have to raise my vibration. I have to, and that's really not, ex well, it's nice to believe, okay, I've raised my, I feel higher energy and whatever, but that's just another kind of head game that you're really winding up playing in the long run. I mean, yeah, you might eat meat, eat, you might eat a healthy food to, you know, raise my, raise your vibration. I'll eat more wheatgrass to have my vibration go up. But that's really because you've already imagined it's from the imaginal experience within you that you're going to get this wheatgrass or attract this wheatgrass, juice it and drink it. And you're going to have like this incredible 
uplift in your energy. So all this comes out of your out of your mind. It's really the that whole process. Now twenty. Uh, 2020 and he in one of his videos he talks about the electric slide remember the electric slide yes. because some people can you can use yes at first you'll see okay so say that I want to master a dance step or something or a yoga pose that's really difficult and I might initially see myself doing it but then it's like sliding into your body. So you're not looking at yourself outside of yourself as in a movie, but you're then performing it. You're performing that difficult dance move. You're performing the difficult yoga posture, you know, because you're feeling it. You're looking out through where your eyes would be. Would my eyes be like looking up in a back bend? Would they be looking down because I've got my, I'm in a headstand or something like that. You know, you're feeling that from where you are inside of it. Not that it's something you're looking at yourself doing. Yeah, that's right. When, when you're manifesting, what, when you're creating that short scene for yourself in order, um, when you, for example, when you're doing the state akin to sleep. So when you're feeling sleepy, either as you've just woken up, or maybe when you're just going to sleep, you do it all day. I do it day. I, I do it all day. Um, it's actually your point of view. So you can't create a scene. You can't just visualize you doing what it is you want to do, like the motion picture. You have to see that scene from your own point of view. It was like before uh, we've discussed them um, about all three of us have discussed about manifesting a home and Val wants to and so do I. And so how I've been doing it and I know how you've been doing it is I've been seeing myself just turn the key and open the new front door and say, I'm home, feeling that I'm at home. I don't see myself, I'm, I'm not standing behind myself watching myself turn the key and enter the door. Yeah. You have to be you as if it's your point of view. Um, it, it's beyond visualising. You have to feel that state of happy homeowner, for example, in order to manifest it. Well, that's right. It's like I, I feel the key or... You know, it's the end of the day. I'm in my, I'm in whatever the home is. So I'm also being careful not to get too, too attached to any one place I might see in a virtual tour online, because then I'm going to, then I'm going to treat the house like it's an, a, an SP, a special person and get hung up on that yep. because it could turn out to be something else that could be even better for me than something I'm imagining that, it, you know, believing it could be. So, um, I leave that open, but, but yes, it's the feeling that I'm not necessarily, I mean, yes, some people get very detailed. Oh, the house is going to have three stories and it's going to have a certain kind of backyard and it's going to have a certain view and that some of those details. Okay. But you don't want to get too lost in all that complexity of, of that. It's about how do you, how are you feeling or after living that you're, feeling that you've already lived there for three or four years. And now you're, you know, maybe reminiscing about, about what fun it was when you first got, got there or whatever. So you want to always feel that the how that you're, you're that joyful feeling or that happy feeling of 
wow, I feel the relief. I feel the happiness of everything having worked out that it was, that's already, that's already a given that it's worked it, out. It's the I naturalness of it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Cause and- Lene just did a, had a huge uh, win with the way she manifested her house. And that's, and that's it- what I was going to say, because I was very specific because I knew I needed at least five bedrooms, right? And at least three bathrooms. So I went with it from that perspective. But to me, that was normal. It was normal and natural feeling to look for a five, three. Mm -hmm. Someone who, you know, maybe feels like, well, I don't need five bedrooms. I would like five bedrooms. And then they just keep coming across three bedrooms, which would actually be sufficient for them, but they get hung up on that number. Right. And that's right. That's that's where people get off track when they're like, well, why can't I manifest something specific? You can, but you will get in the way because you're actually imagining something different and you don't even notice that it's what you actually it actually yeah. becomes fantasizing yes. rather than feeling it real. Like oh. when both of you have both just described it perfectly, it becomes a total daydream or I would like to have, and you're imagining all of the details of all of what you'd like. It's a wonderful fairy tale, all going on like a motion movie in your head. But that isn't manifesting it because you are daydreaming. Oh, I would like this. It's like, oh, what would I do if I won the lottery? Yeah. (laughs) Whereas you've got to really feel it in order for it to materialize. And what people don't realize is we've done this since the day we were born. Yeah. We've always done this. We've always assumed things. And then it's, it's materialized into our world. I actually wrote this down, like literally right in front of me. I put part of the reason people struggle with manifesting, or I should say consciously manifesting is because they don't realize they're doing it their entire life. That is a hard pill to swallow because one of the big things I see, like when it comes like on Reddit or any comments, people always bring up, well, how did I manifest this terrible abuse as a child? Why would I do that? And that's a very hard, when somebody's coming from that question, guess what they're already imagining? I've been a victim my whole life. Why would I, why would I consciously do this? And that does make it difficult. And it does get in people's way of realizing that you can consciously manifest because you have been manifesting your whole life. The whole thing is we've been asleep to that versus now you're awake to your power and you can do something about it see that's it it's unconsciously the unconsciously manifesting is probably way greater in the beginning than because of everything that's gone before that you manifest it or Mm -hmm. your response to what is there so it's all you know and then it's then it's a question of now you get the awareness and you start going oh my gosh, and I'm reacting like this all the time, or this is the state that comes up every time I'm in this situation with a certain person or whatever it is. So yeah, absolutely. Now, another thing about the home, which I just, because we were very close to bringing this up too, 
is you talk about also what's natural. And the odd thing is also not to get too hung up on what you will, what you're going to pay for it or think you can afford for it. Not that you're necessarily going to want to get the $2 million chateau, but that it's because there is that unknown factor that if you're if you're going for too little, you might be falling into the unconscious attraction to not having enough. That you that you always feel you're uh, you're broke. You're you can't earn money. You can't make money. You can't afford things. So you have to kind of go to that feeling of it's of what's natural and not be frightened or put off by what kind of money is being asked for a certain house that you might want right. because those are variables. So you might get it, you might not get it. But if you feel that state of happy homeowner, whatever the one is you're supposed to have is going to come. And along with that, whatever the value is or whatever it is that you're going to be paying for the house. Sure. The difference is, like with the example I gave of what I've been doing, um, is that it's the feeling behind the action within your scene. So it's the feeling of, oh, I'm home. To feel home means or implies you're in the home that you, you desire. Yeah. So it, it's not about me um, unlocking the door and walking in. It's the feeling of me walking through my own front door, the, yes. the, the house that I want. It's the naturalness of just unlocking that door and thinking, oh, I'm home. After a day of whatever, I'm home. And that yeah. can be applied into any desire absolutely any desire what you must do in order for it to feel natural is that you must create a scene that is natural and is a part of your normal day so like you everybody puts the key in the front door to get to get hot to get indoors um if you want a car then you're imagining driving a particular car how does the wheel feel in your hands is it smooth is it rough is it material is it leather how how does the seat feel does it curl around you what sort of you it's how how those things make you feel and only by feeling it real compared to visualizing with Sorry, would yeah. it manifest? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's right. It's true. It's it's really bringing all the senses. That's really using the senses. You know, how does that? What is the feeling in the house? You know, does it feel comfy? Is there a, 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 a fire? I'm sorry. You know, is there a fire uh, place burning? You know, what it, what is it? You know, so um, so that's so that's the thing. You know, all those good sensations that go with it is your you smell your slow cooker cooking you dinner when you walked in, you know? So, yeah. So I think a, a big thing that will help is to understand you will know you're daydreaming when you feel like you really can't have that thing. And when you're trying to consciously manifest it, but it's a continuous, the actual feeling is I can't actually have this, but I'm enjoying feeling the daydream at the moment. Yeah. I'm going to sit down 
and feel what it feels like to have this. Exactly. And, and so that whole idea, you know, getting in touch with your feeling. And this is where I think people um, lose touch with what they want to manifest is that it's like they'll say, I want a certain type of, I want a, a wonderful job, but they can't, they can't get that, the handle on it. It really has to do with what you, with how you're feeling. The whole thing is you wake up, are you waking up excited to go to the job? Are you feeling fulfilled? Does it make you feel great? You know, and there's all these things that make such a difference when you really, when you really get in touch, because we, you know, we want things, but we, we, a lot of what goes on is that we try to cover up what we're feeling instead of allowing ourselves to connect very deeply with how that makes us feel. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of times we're either ashamed or embarrassed or that we can feel on that level and, and that that will be the difference that helps us to manifest what we want. So a lot of times, you know, we've been, people think there's a, a barrier between what's out there, what's in here, uh, what's inside of you, what your imagination can, can produce. So the, the tendency is to uh, you know, write it off as a daydream, as a fantasy. Yeah. But, you know, and, and uh, instead of, instead of being able to use those states of con the feelings as states of awareness, states of consciousness that are going to bring that thing out. So that's and when the other, you're that's consciously the doing it, you don't have to nail it first time. This is the something people then automatically feel like they're a failure. What, <sighs> it, what it is about um, is um, it actually, you're exploring how you would feel if it were real. So once you've explored and you've felt, felt it real and thought, oh, okay, this, this is what feels natural to me, then you've got that scene, you've got it and you've nailed it and then you can practice it. It's about exploring what feels right for you. Yep. Yeah, and, and a lot of people, but see, that's just it. It's discovering that. And no, you may not necessarily get it on the first go and don't worry about it, you know, you don't, and you don't have to make it be endlessly long either. A lot of people you know, wind up doing these very long oh, sessions, but it's yeah. right, but it's, it's <laughs> not necessary. In fact, once you get to where you're comfortable making it fairly short, I mean, you're not necessarily keeping uh, a timer on it, but you're, but you know, because the, the thing that happens in your imagining feels, you feel it, it's done. It feels, it feels received. It feels, it's Wonderful. the knowing. It's, it's the, the knowing, knowing, isn't it? Lene, yeah. what, was the, what was the short scene that you used when you manifested your home? Because I recall you said something about feeling the, the stair rail, was it? Yeah. Um, I was, so in my, and I only did it twice, like two nights in a row, um, is I closed my eyes and I was like in that, I knew I was going to get coffee. It was morning time. And I was walking down the stairs, holding the rail. 
and looking over the living room downstairs right there. And the whole, the whole scene was, I knew I was going to get coffee and I had to walk downstairs to go do that. And so that was what I kept replaying a couple times and I fell asleep and I did that two nights in a row. And that's literally what I do every day. Wow. <laughs> Is that great? Is that the most wonderful thing? That's all it takes. And there was no pressure. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't put pressure on myself. Like, okay, I have to sit down. Oh, where are my notes? I got to make sure I, because at that point, that's a job you're doing now. It's going to lead you into <laughs> land. Okay. You have to just be like, because you are naturally doing that. You got to understand you're naturally doing this all the time. So you're only doing something natural. So quit trying to do abnormal shit like writing your notes you don't write your notes like oh i gotta remind myself to order that pizza tonight and i specifically want this <laughs> no uh, yeah pick up the Very phone good. call and order pizza like <laughs> i love pizza. yeah because like you've already imagined you want the pizza so it's like yes and like, like garlic do you like extra garlic or exactly you know, like, now you know, a to-do totally different. I have a to-do list just to remind myself to get things done, but it's not from the intention of, I got to remember to manifest this. No, no, that's the other thing. Now, the other thing is to bring into this a lot of times, you know, people pray, they want to pray for it. Now, what Neville talks about what prayer actually is, is not begging or bargaining with God, to give you something or to help somebody it's actually receiving it and see it's being receptive mm -hmm. it's bringing it in so that you can birth that it can be birthed that's really kind of what it is it's really it's really like he, he referred to it almost as like um impregnation like mm -hmm. like planting the seed receiving the seed and feeling that it's been received so that you're already you're already coming from that state of receiving. So in a way, when you're is that what that, I did? <laughs> twice, Deirdre. Second time again. <laughs> Thank Rude. God. You yourself. Yes, Guess so. Except seed is planted. <laughs> yeah, see that seed got planted again. So so the um, you know so that really it's that satisfaction. <laughs> of satisfaction you know that that it's done it's done it's happening yeah so it just it just needs to show up so now, once you felt yeah. it how do you know that it's done like you said that you did it twice so for the, for everybody that's watching so that they know the difference how do they know that it's done right so it's the, I, a way yeah, to word it because let me think I just didn't feel the need or desire to do it again because I already. That's what Neville talks about. Because it's again. done. That's right. That's Why what he exhaust talks myself about. doing it over and over when it's, yeah. Yeah, you lose that when you have lost that urgent feeling of I have to do, then you know it's already done. Yeah. You know, and it's not the same saying, oh, I've lost interest. It's just, you just know it's, it's happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that actually about sums up our um, show today, ladies. Yes, we it know does. that it's done. We Great. felt we it real, and now it's done. 
<laughs> exactly. It's done. All is good. Yeah. Good. So thank you guys good. for so, um that's all right. Next week for everybody, we've got a very we've got a special guest coming on, haven't we? Yes, yep. we do. We're going to have so, um you. stay tuned and um yeah. we'll see everybody we say, for that. Shall we say who it is? <laughs> yeah, sure, if you want. Yeah. Well the one we're gonna well we're gonna have got two amazing guests coming each in different um, segments that we're going to be running, different episodes. So we have the amazing Kathy Chase, who yep. has had some incredible experiences. And she reached out to us and asked to join us. And we got very excited about it. And then following her is going to be somebody else, but we won't say right now. <laughs> Let's, a surprise. Let's surprise. We'll surprise. surprise. Somebody, everybody will. Oh, oh, wow, wow. So everybody's wow, wow. I'm just thrilled with the uh, response and it was a great show. Thank you for a great yeah, conversation. Well, thank thank you, you. All right. All right. See you next week. See you on Two Bye. Comma Coffee Club. Catch us on Facebook. Catch us on Instagram. And uh, always send us your, we love your questions, shares, and messages. And uh, see you again real soon. Two comma coffee club at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye now.